Hey y'all, it's your girl Keitha Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That, the podcast. It's August, we're still in the pandemic, but we still here, we still standing strong and we gonna make this shit do what it do. It looks like 2020 is just not gonna give us too much. We got a little bit of something going on and we're gonna talk about that a little bit in the show today. Um, first and foremost, let me just shout out a few of my friends who celebrated birthdays. It's Leo season. And as much as they say that Pisces and Leos are not supposed to be compatible, I have a ton of Leo friendships and romances in my life. So <laughs> I wanna shout out my friend Jasmine, my friend Jamitra. My daughter's birthday is coming up. My husband's birthday is tomorrow. I love Leos. I don't know what the moons and stars be talking about as far as that concerns, but I fucks with Leos and their big lion energy. So shout out to all my Leos. It's Leo season. Enjoy yourselves. Live it up and do you as like I know you guys can. I know nobody lifts up a Leo like another fucking Leo. So period. I came on the show. First and foremost, I didn't get an opportunity to talk about Black is King, but y'all already know what it is. Beyonce gave us visuals. She gave us inspiration. She gave us a sense of just being unfuckwittable, okay? She gave us um, history. She gave us just meaningfulness. I love you, Beyonce, for what you've contributed. I said um, long ago that I'm not going to go back and forth with anybody who questions her relevance or what she does for the culture. So we're going to leave it at that and just celebrate what she did for Black is King. I appreciate you, Beyonce. Thank you for giving me something to show my kids. Um, thank you for giving us the Lion King reinvented, especially during Leo season. I appreciate everything. Um, I'm still trying to learn some of these dance, this choreo. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I did want, before I started talking about what I came on the show to talk about, it's gonna be very specific this episode. Uh, I did need to say thank you, Beyonce, first and foremost. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna roll into this, okay? Cause I don't wanna waste too much time. I got a lot of stuff to do. Some last minute prep for my husband's birthday. And um, I'm off today. I have some time. I've been on my exercise uh, stuff. If you follow me on Instagram at Keep the Kentucky, you've been seeing that I've been doing a lot of in-home workouts, some hip hop Tabata, some dance videos and showing people that you don't necessarily gotta hit the pavement or lift weights or anything like that to get a good sweat in. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm doing me. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be good in the winter. I'm trying to lose the pooch. You know what I'm saying? Your girl done got a little pooch quarantined and did the thing for your girl. So um, I'm trying to get in there, get it popping and make it happen. I'm trying to look like Meg and Cardi. I don't know if it's going to happen without a little assistance from a plastic surgeon. But, you know, we still going to attempt to make it do what it do, baby. So what I want to talk about right now is the excitement that I had for this collaboration between Meg the Stallion and Cardi B. Now, just to rewind just a little bit, um, I heard rumblings of a collaboration between the two. I follow at the Neighborhood Talk um, in um, he or he as in Kyle who I believe is the uh, creator of the neighborhood talk blog on Instagram had um 
gave us a little hint about Meg Thee Stallion doing some collaborations. And because there is this uh, long-standing beef between Cardi B and some of the blogs, and Kyle happens to be one of those blogs in the Shade Room, um, as you've probably noticed, they don't post anything about her, and that's by her request. I think Cardi was feeling like, you know, everything you post about me, you guys don't manage your comments. You let people talk shit about me. You let people threaten me and all that stuff. So Cardi kind of, you know, got in her feelings. And I, you know, I, listen, I know that a part of being celebrity, I don't know personally because who the fuck am I? But um, a part of being a celebrity has to come with an immense amount of having thick skin and seeing a lot of things written about you and a lot of untruths that could be just hard to manage. So I think Cardi B got with them and was just like, you know what, if you don't have nothing but, you know, negative press for me. I don't need it. I'll find a way to make this shit pop on my own. And so if you haven't noticed, if you're someone who follows the blogs, Cardi usually gets her um, her stories posted on maybe Baller Alert, Hollywood Unlocked. Um, there's a new blog that I follow um, called Ken Barbie. I really love him. He's totally biased. He loves Cardi. He doesn't really fuck with Nikki. But that's a lot how a lot of these blogs are. And I think that's the reason that Cardi had an issue with Kyle from the Neighborhood Talk and the Shade Room is because they seem to be very biased towards Nicki Minaj. And so when they had all their drama and all that stuff, it seems like a lot of, you know, wordplay, baby. Um, they were trying to make certain things stand out more than the other and just being you know you know anyways so he posted something about it saying that Meg Thee Stallion was going to have a collaboration with blank and it was literally like just a line with no name in it and to the average person who doesn't pay attention to all the nonsense like your girl um you would just think oh this is a fill in the blank type game situation that we're going to have to figure out but really it was being pretty transparent because Kyle was under the sense of Cardi doesn't want me to say my her name so I'm not gonna say her name so that was like the trick behind it so I kind of knew especially I do a lot of comment watching and kind of reading to get the real scoop on the streets uh and that's how I figured out that they would initially they would eventually be coming out with some kind of song together so earlier this week on Monday there was this amazing photo that was dropped with Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion and the word WAP and I have to say like it was very much giving Freak Nick vibes, Atlanta, high hair, 1994, 1996 prom, um, those type of vibes. I didn't know what kind of uh, tempo we were gonna get from this song. All I knew in my heart of all hearts is that this was going to be very nasty. I knew it was gonna be nasty because it's Meg Thee Stallion, it's Cardi B, and they are very open about their sexuality and what they, um, want to happen to them in the bedroom. And I'm not mad at them for doing that. I enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of comments that are going on, you know, sweeping black Twitter about, you know, this is all that these women are able to rap about. That's all they talk about. We've been allowing niggas to talk about their Glocks and fucking big dicks all this, these many years. I don't, I, you know, I just don't feel the way about it. We're Queen Lil' Kim around here. We like raunchiness. We like you um, 
we like these women to say exactly what they want in the way that they want it. I appreciate that. Now I'll listen to some timid shit from time to time, um, you know, but I like my explicit stuff too. So I, I enjoy Meg Thee Stallion. I enjoy Cardi B. I enjoy some of Nicki Minaj's stuff. They got Mulatto. There's this a lot of female rappers that are up and coming and that are just getting their shine. And uh, I've talked about this before, but it's just great to be a witness to all of this because yes, in the early 90s, early 2000s, um, there was uh, an, a feeling of only one woman could really, not even the 90s, I'll say the 2000s. <laughs> and that person was unfortunately Nikki. And I think that is what has contributed to the way that she portrays herself as being this queen because she really didn't have nobody to go back and forth with. Well, little Kim, she had uh, Foxy, she had Missy, she had... Um, there was a lot of different women. There was a damn look, there was, <laughs> Lauren Hill. There was a lot of different um, women out there in the '90s. I feel the Brat, um, 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 Rodiga. Uh, damn, I'm trying to think, but there was a lot, and they all kind of managed their time, and nobody was trying to like shit on each other. It was a great time for women in hip hop. And so I'm glad that Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion specifically are um, attempting to just kind of bring some type of unity to the forefront. So I, I dig it. And so when I was hearing about this collaboration, I was excited for it, but I didn't know what to expect. Like I said, I didn't know what tempo that we were gonna hear. All I knew it was gonna be very nasty and it was gonna be a lot of ass shaking and a lot of knee breaking. And um, so I, I, you know, I was doing all this exercising this week and I was like, what if I get to Friday and I'm stuck? I can't do nothing. So I was a little scared, but when, <laughs> when we got the song, the song dropped last night at midnight. And so here are my thoughts about WAP. First and foremost, WAP stands for, and hopefully none of my elder, um, <laughs> Family members are listening. I know some people try to listen to my show. They try to get into it. They're like, oh, girl, you be cussing so much. You know, I am grown. I'm 32 years old. <laughs> so it, it, it was a lot of, uh, so WAP stands for, let me get on, let me get on subject here. WAP stands for wet ass pussy, okay? Um, that word is so hard to come off of my tongue. I don't say pussy a lot just in daylight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So Wet Ass Pussy was released at midnight. Um, I was so tired last night, I went to sleep, but something in my spirit woke me up at 1 a.m. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, the video. So I put a little AirPod in, I listened to with one ear, cause I was in the bed with my husband. And I, um, I will tell you the first time I listened to it, I was like, uh, I don't know. And then I watched it a few times. I went on Twitter to see how the people were reacting to it. I looked at the video. Colors, fashions, um, wild animals. <laughs> Some uh, cameo appearances. Black Twitter is not happy that Kylie Jenner made uh, a very uh, like random appearance in this video. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I just feel like there was a lot of people that Cardi and Megan could have chose from to do that walk. I don't know exactly who, but I think they wanted to 
I don't know what the fuck they was doing with that. To be honest with y'all, I would have rather seen somebody. I would have said you could. They could have got Lil Kim to do that. I don't know if it would have been as like you know. I don't know how Lil Kim walking these days. I just think that would have been bomb. I haven't seen any of those. Um, uh, recommendations on Black Twitter. A lot of people are saying they would have rather seen Sweetie or Doja Cat or Flo Millie. There's so many rap girls out there right now, but there was also cameos from Normani from, uh, what's the damn, y'all know who Normani is, Black girl from the Fifth Harmony group. Yeah, her. Um, and then three other rappers, up and coming female rappers, uh, Suki and um, Ruby Rose and Mulatto. I actually kind of like Mulatto. Her name is a little weird to me. It's okay, but I'm trying to give her a chance and opportunity. I don't know what's going on with, um, I don't listen to a lot of her songs. I listened to, she had a song with Sweetie that I liked. And then she had a song with Gucci Mane that she did Freaky Girl over. And I just don't know. I feel like Nicki did that. You know what I'm saying? I, I give Nicki credit when it's due. I just don't like all this shit that she be doing. She do a lot of shady shit, y'all know. And I, I, I tend to roast Nicki a lot on the show. And it's not, it's not personal because I respect her for her talent, but just a lot of the shit that she do on the side or the lives that she do and all that yelling and shit, I don't fuck with that. I just, you know, just give us music. Just, just rap some real shit. And so the video looks very Willy Wonka, Trap House, um, like one of those safari deals where you in the car and you just riding through watching random animals and shit. Some choreography, a lot of ass popping, some splittage going on. It was, you know, say what you want about Cardi B. About her, how she raps, her flow, if people are writing for her, whatever. Cardi B is going to absolutely every fucking time give us a visual. Every time. You can't deny that. It's, it's, it's going to be very hard for you to say that any of her videos are not entertaining. She's going to give us a, a, a lot during each video that she does. And I appreciate Cardi for that. So, like I said, last night I looked at the video, I listened to the song. The explicit version, in my opinion, is way better than what was released on YouTube. And that's obviously because it's so explicit um, that they had to, you know, maneuver some different words and move shit around and, and make it where they could release it to the public. So, you know, I understand that, but I, I wasn't feeling the wet and gushy <laughs> whole situation. Maybe that. So when I listened to the explicit version on Spotify, that's my streaming platform, um, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if I could, I'm I'm playing this in the car though, without kids. I'm playing this whenever we get released to the outside at the club, whenever I can go. Um, that is the joint that we are here for. So I, I won't say, I would give it like three and a half stars out of five. It is a solid bop. I appreciate it. And um, what I do hope is coming that I feel in my bones, my intuition is kicking here, but I hope that there is a remix that includes all those girls from the cameos. Oh, and I also forgot, and it's probably because I'm not that familiar with her, is Rosalia, Rosalea. Ooh, my friend George is gonna kick my ass, but she was in it. And I wish she would've gave us a little cha-cha-cha, a little salsa, a little something, but she was doing some real uh, airbender type moves and shit in there. And you know, 
it was cute. She was good. She was looking good in her red. We have to give an honorable mention to Normani for popping it, dropping it low, giving us good early 90s or not early 90s, early 2000 poppage, you know, the little pop, pop, pop. You know, I, I was enjoying her and her black and white gig. It was doing it for me. I enjoyed it. I watched the video probably like two or three times this morning. I think my favorite part of the song, and this is nothing against Cardi, I think Cardi put out on this song. Like I said, the explicit version sounds way better than them, what they had to reorganize to make, you know, for the public to absorb. But Meg's, Meg's second verse <laughs> that she had, Your Honor, I'm a freak bitch. Handcuffs, leeches. Leash, leashes, not leeches. <laughs> I was just like, Megan, what are you doing, girl? Oh my God. Incredible. Okay. I love it. I fuck with it. Um, this will be, like I said, this will be uh, something that I will totally play for a girl's night. Um, the Airbnb situation where you got all of your girls and you got your Stella Rose and y'all got pajamas on and it's just a twerk fest party with all your girlfriends. You got to play WAP. That's the song for that occasion. Or when you're on the way to the trap, AKA on to, to your nine to five, your work, and you just need a little thuggery before you head on into the area where you gotta be around these folks that you don't really fuck with. That is the song you play. Um, that is what gets the party jumped off. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's solid. As of right now, I believe it's number one on iTunes. We're gonna give Cardi her props. Thing number two is a song with Nicki Minaj. She's featured on there. Shout out to Nicki Minaj for getting her, what, third number one as a feature. Um, we're, we're proud of you, Nikki. Um, and also congratulations to Nikki Minaj, she's pregnant. I'm being positive that, uh, you know, during the pandemic, you have to practice, practice positivity in the pandemic. There we go, the three Ps. What did we say? Practice positivity in the pandemic. Is there another P that I, you know I love alliteration. That's why my name is Keith the Kentucky, okay? So we're gonna say that congratulations. I don't know how it's going to uh, go down in the delivery room. I think the judge did uh, give her husband uh, the permission to uh, actually be amongst her and the newborn baby. So we'll, we'll uh... <laughs> look, that is not nice. I should not, but facts are facts. And when you marry predators, um, these are the things that you have to maneuver through. You have to make it through and, um, you know, hopefully get over, you know, adversity and shit. Um, but congratulations. I know, I feel like Nicki Minaj has been hinting for a very long time that she's wanted to have a child. So I am excited for her. I hope she takes a long break. I hope that it opens new eyes. I always say that as a mom. Um, children really do do that. Um, they give you new eyes to see with. They teach you things about yourself that you never knew. And so hopefully for Nicki Minaj, she experiences that full force and comes back a new and, and better bitch and, and gives us some, you know, different type of music. Um, that's all we could hope for. Anyways, so how are you guys feeling about WAP? I know there's some mixed reviews from it. I think a lot of people are expecting some different shit. I honestly think that maybe Cardi could have came a little bit harder on her lyrics, but 
Cardi's gonna give us nasty. Cardi's gonna give us nasty. She's gonna give us some words that rhyme with each other. And this is gonna be a hot beat behind it. Um, the standout starter on this track is going to be Meg Thee Stallion for me. I feel like Megan came in, she switched up her tempo. She switched up um, uh, the vibe on that second verse. I just, I just, <laughs> if not for that second verse, I don't know. My rating for this song probably would have been a little bit lower, but I like the way, especially in the video that they were, uh, how they were, you know, interacting with each other. It was very goofy vibes, but sometimes sexy vibes. Cardi was giving very much top vibes, you know, like she dabbles. So <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna give Cardi, I'm ready. I'm excited for whatever Cardi's sophomore album has to offer us. And I hope that she's really evaluating how people are, um, how people are absorbing this music, um, how they're taking it in, what's hot on the streets, whatever. But also, do you, Cardi? We love Cardi because of who she is. It's not even, we allow a lot of fucking different rap artists, hip hop artists to, to succeed and not have a certain level of lyricism and talent all the fucking time. So it's not to demean Cardi B at all. It's just saying, don't be so fucking hard on her. Um, when y'all not hard on everybody like that, shut up. I don't care. But yeah, definitely standout star on the check is Make the Stallion. Um, did we ever talk? No, because we haven't talked since like the the middle of last month. Make the Stallion actually, um, you know, she's still, I think she's still in recovery. I think that video was recorded maybe a few months ago, but prior to the incident, um, there still hasn't been any actual like confirmation about this whole Tory Lane situation, but a lot of shit is just making it seem like, yeah, he did the shit. He did it intentionally. We don't know. Or we haven't confirmed that Meg and Tory were in a relationship with each other. We don't know none of that shit. Megan kind of like went into hiding and then she came back out. She kind of, you know, talked about the loss of her parents. She talked about how this was affecting her. And then she said, well, you know what? Ready to work. I'm ready to get back to business. And I appreciate that. And I'm still sending my love to Meg Thee Stallion. And uh, fuck Drea, by the way. We're just going to add that in there because Drea equates true love to being hit up and knocked up on and all that stuff. But we can't expect too much from somebody who used to leave their baby in the house with fucking banquet meals and shit. So, uh, you know, mm, uh, nice gowns, beautiful gowns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the baby, baby's Drea's body is, is banging. Um, but unfortunately, it won't be banging with Savage Fenty lingerie anymore because she lost her. <laughs> she lost that deal very quickly. And just like that, uh, Fenty sent that stuff over to Megan. Megan was already an ambassador for it, but uh, the timing of it all. Like Dre said, some problematic shit about Meg Thee Stallion on a radio or a podcast. And she basically said, I wish somebody would shoot me in the foot, show me how they love me. I was like, girl, what the fuck? What are you doing? And so very quickly, Meg came out of hiding and said, bitch, if you making a joke about what the fuck, basically. And so Rihanna and the people had sent some shit over to her and they quickly unfollowed Drea. But you snooze, you lose, girl. You can't be just saying any and everything, trying to, um, I don't know what she was trying to do, but it was sad, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do that? So that was the one thing I came here to talk about. I didn't have much time. I had a lot of cleaning to do. I want to eat breakfast. I've got to work out. 
Um, but I did want to come in here and find out what y'all's what y'all thoughts are about Cardi B's return to hip hop. Um, Meg Thee Stallion, her situation, this song, where this album's gonna go. Uh, when is we gonna get the full-on EP from Meg Thee Stallion? Like, I get it. I get it. I get I want, I want, I want, I want an album, a full body of work from Meg Thee Stallion. Shit, I still want the cash shit video. It was supposed to be a movie situation. What's going on, Meg? Like, dog, we waiting. You could have been did that. Just give people a little something while you was taking your little break or whatever. But you wasn't healing. You was healing yourself. So, um, like I said, wish the best for Meg. And hopefully that she does heal herself. Like I said, this is going to be very short. I'm actually surprised that I'm going to finish this up in a half an hour. So for the last five minutes, I just want to say shout out to all my black business owners, all my women who have business. I have a friend, Chanel, who's about to release an app. Very proud of her for that. Um, it's a lot of stuff going on. There's supposed to be a, a Veterans March on DC, August 28th. I'm still getting details about that. Hopefully as that comes, I, I'm supposed to be participating in it. I haven't got word yet, but we will figure that out too as soon as things go on. We, as always, um, we still waiting for the killers of Breonna Taylor to get arrested out this bitch and um, all the other motherfuckers that have gotten away with murder at this point in life. Um, that would be nice. Um, keep doing all the things that you've been doing, calling the people you need to call and raising awareness in the ways that you can. Um, they about to snatch TikTok from us. <laughs> I don't feel a way about it because Instagram just came up and snatched that shit. It ain't the same. It don't hit the same. But we gonna figure out what to do with that. I'm not hurt. Or, I'm not pressed. But it was a good time waster. I'll miss it for what it's worth. I feel like priorities though. You know, there are things that we could be talking about. Um, what else can I say in the end? Go vote. Register to vote. Do your census. Um, take a bath today. <laughs> take a shower. Take care of yourself. Meditate. Um, fucking burn some incense shit I'm just time wasting at this time so anyways y'all that was the show very quickly wanted to talk about those things I love y'all thank you so much for supporting the show um, and I'll be back here when I be back here y'all know how to fucking go so there's that guys see y'all soon <laughs>